Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
Wasn't that beautiful music? Wasn't it beautiful music? Put your hands together one more time and encourage them. I would like to advertise, come and join the hymns choir. The rehearsal is only once a month, okay? Come and join them. Shall we pray over the offerings, please? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give. Lord, may bless every hand that gave this afternoon, Jesus. May they not lack any good thing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The Bible says that we overcame them by the power of our testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shall we welcome our dear sister, Mame Afia, to minister to us, please? I would like you to put your hands together and encourage her as she comes. Hallelujah. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Amen. Must 
Hallelujah. Be happy when you come to church. You hear such beautiful music. Hallelujah. You won't go to the nightclub to hear it, but when you come to church, you hear it. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we have the prophet in the house. The Bible says that he has given us pastors after his own heart to teach us. But before we go into the word of God, we would like to call on our dear Auntie Doris Ansong to share with us a testimony. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and encourage her as she comes. Amen. Isn't she aging gracefully? Yeah, yeah boy. Let's go. Testimony said. Testimony, testimony said. Testimony said. Hallelujah. I want to thank the Lord for what he has done in my life and what he continues to do in my household. Um, November of um, 18th, Reverend preached about labor of blessings. So uh, Monday, which was the 19th, I went to work. Five minutes for me to leave. The butler came down to call me that there is a certain guest who wanted to see me. I didn't want to go because I know that if I go, it's a problem. I will have to stay there and finish whatever that they are requesting for. So my boss looked at me and he said, you should go. So I went up. When I went up there and then I look at the stuff that I'm supposed to do the alterations on, it wasn't going to take an hour or five minutes. But by the grace of God, I can make certain decisions without not consulting my boss. So I spoke to the guest and I said, um, I was sent outside because I knew I wasn't going to be there for three days. And she wasn't happy with me, saying that I'm sending her clothes outside to be altered. And I look at it, it was Tom Ford. You know, the pants was like over $1,000. And little, little details. Alterations is not easy to do. By the time you finish, your neck is even hurting you. But God has given me a certain grace to be able to do certain things. So when I told her that I would send it outside, her whole face changed, and she was looking at me. Okay, put it down. You know, she's from the other side, so money talk. Because they are staying there, and they pay a day maybe $20,000 per room. So to her, money is nothing. So when I look at them, I heard the spirit, just go ahead and do it. Don't say anything. And so I turn around, and she goes, I know it's Thanksgiving. It's coming up. You want to prepare and spend time with your family. But Doris, I'm also your family. Indeed, she was right. She's extremely nice to me. Usually, they are not nice. But this particular client is very nice to me. So I turn around, and then um, <laughs> I went and pick up the pants, and I look at it. I went downstairs. So while I was leaving, she called me. Usually, it will be her, her secretary that will call me, and whatever she will have to give it to me will be an envelope. On that day, the secretary was in there. So it was <laughs> the her and me. And then she said, Doris, come. And then she put something in my hand. I put it in my pocket. When I got into the elevator, I was there by myself. So I just took pick it up, and I look at it. I said, hey, me. <laughs> I did not believe it, that she has blessed me so much. You, you know, I was just, and I remember that one reverend, because any time the preaching is over, I record when reverend is praying, I always record it. And it's something that I pray in the morning because of the atmosphere that I work in and also with what I do, because it's not everything that I can do. 
but they think that I can do everything. So they come and they go and buy all sorts of clothes, do alteration. And by God's grace, and I thank God for that, that I've been able to do certain gowns without them. I know this, I didn't do it. But to them, it's excellent. And I thank God for that. So I was just like, she gave me this amount of money. And then I just keep on listening to the message and listening to when the reverend was pronouncing blessings that you'll be favored, receive a blessing, you know, they will pay you more. And personally, I know that I don't deserve it, but I know that is the favor of the Lord. And also having a father who always, anytime he prays for me, he said, God should give you the grace. Because reverend knows me. There are certain things I don't want to do it, but it's only because of his grace. So I'm here to thank you to thank the Lord and also to thank you, Reverend, for always praying for me, you know, to, make, to encourage me to strive to go forth to do more. So, amen. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for a very powerful testimony. Hallelujah. Blessings out of nowhere. And the same prophet that prayed on November 18 is the same prophet and pastor who is here this morning to pray and to prophesy as well. With a shouting voice unto the Lord, stand on your feet and give a clap offering to the Lord for our Lord, for our own Reverend Dr. Charles. I say hallelujah. 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 service. We thank you for your spirit and your presence. Let it not be the enticing words of a man's wisdom. But may, may, may it be the demonstration of your power. Both in the prophetic and in the teaching. Amen. Let there be an experience Amen. in the prophetic and in the teaching. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. Can you believe we are in December already? I said, can you believe we are in December already? 
when the year began, he didn't know the, how you will be by December. But somehow, by the grace of God, God has kept you, and you are in December. I said, God has kept you, and you are in the last month of the year. His grace has been good. His mercies has been good. That's why you have to say thank you. I said, that's why you have to say thank you. God has been good. Ah, you've paid your rent up till now. They haven't kicked you out. I said, they have not kicked you out. You are still healthy. Every day, I mean, you still have food on the table. Hallelujah. God has been good. I say God has what? Been good. Yeah. Look, you know, you are, you are amazed at yourself. Some bills you have been able to pay, you wonder, how did I do this? It wasn't you, it was by his grace. Amen. And so it was by his grace. Hallelujah. Good. So it was a blessing. And, um, well, you are wondering why Natasha was moderating the service. service. Is, she, is she wonderful? Is she powerful? Okay. The reason is that she's a missionary. Internet, she's on her way out to her mission field. So I'm giving her practical training. Her husband is already on the mission field, doing very well, and she's getting ready to go and join her husband. So I said, before she goes, let me give my daughter some practical training. Hallelujah. But I'm sure she, I'm sure she, she, she does a wonderful job. Hallelujah. So that's, that's her training. I pray that one day you also be, you also be enrolled. Hallelujah. Yeah. Fantastic. Look, be quick to believe. That's the song I make a fierce sing. As for believing, you believe, but believe early. Hallelujah. A lot of some of us, like the Bible says, every knee shall bow. And the knee will bow in the long run. But the question is, will it, will it bow voluntarily or will it will bow under compulsion? Hallelujah. When it comes to believing, be quick to believe. Amen. The church is quiet. I say, be quick to believe. Be quick to believe. You see, there was one thing that Jesus Christ said. Maybe you don't understand us. He said, the greatest in the kingdom. The one who wants to be the greatest in the kingdom must be like a child. Hallelujah. 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 Being there done that. What else is new? Same old. So, by your skepticism, you don't believe. Hallelujah. But the Bible says if you want to be great, you must believe. Amen. You must keep on believing. Hallelujah. Keep on believing. Keep on believing. Don't be a skeptic. Keep on believing. Hallelujah. 
See, learn to leave the how to God. How it will be done, that's God's job. Your job is to believe. I say how it will be done is what? God's job. What is your job? What's God's job? Let's believe. This is what will make you great in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Your doubts and your skepticism will not take you anywhere. Oh yeah. Believe. Let's be people who believe. Amen. Even if you don't see, believe till the end. Oh yes. Seeing the promise afar off. Hallelujah. Yeah, believe. And I can tell you, not that I'm telling you, the word of God can the word of God is telling you that your life will be better if you believe. Hallelujah. So be a believer. Tell your neighbor, be a believer. Tell the person, I know you are old, but believe. Uh, what else can I say? I can't say you are young. I have to say you are old, but. But <laughs> still believe. Tell the person, be a child. So when it comes to faith, be a child. Hallelujah. Believe. Amen. See, I'm speaking to us about faith. Hallelujah. Bishop has been talking a lot about faith. And I decided to talk about faith. Because look, let me tell you something. It's the main thing. Hallelujah. Can we talk? I said, can we talk? Listen, Listen to me. You are growing. Your life is ebbing away. It's time you believe God for wild things. I say you are growing. Your time is ebbing away. It's time you begin to believe God for what? Wild things. What else will you believe when you are in the grave? Believe now. I say believe now. I say believe now. Hallelujah. How to operate in faith. I love faith. I love faith messages. Because I'm a man of faith. I want to be a man of faith. I want to keep on believing. Because faith people do well. I say faith people do well. I say faith people do well. Look at, listen to me. This is the life. There's no future anywhere. This is it, okay? This is the time, okay? So believe God that you will do well. I'm preaching. I said, tell a person, like me now. Because maybe he or she will go, then a better person will come and I'll like the person. Nobody is coming. I, tell the person, I am it. I said, tell the person, I am it. So like me now. <laughs> Be happy. Have faith. Hallelujah. Okay. Hebrews chapter 1, verse, sorry, Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. 
Verse 2. For by it, the elders obtain what? By what? By it. And what's the eight? What's the eight? What's the eight? Who obtained a good report? Yes. By it. By this faith. Whatever the good report is, you want a good report. Whatever a good report means, you want some. Thank you. Whatever good is, you want. You want some. For by it. Hallelujah. They obtained a good report. Hallelujah. And the Bible said faith. Faith. It's a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking about faith. For by it. Hallelujah. Oh yeah. Without holiness, no man can see God. But it takes faith to please God. Hallelujah. And sometimes I ask myself, why do you want to see somebody who is not happy with you? Have you thought about it? Yeah. Why do you want to see somebody who is not happy with you? The Bible says without holiness, no man can see God. It is holiness make you see God. But faith is what will please him. So you can be holy but not have faith. So you see God is not happy with you. Why do you want to meet somebody who is not happy with you? Can you say how awkward and funny it will be? So rather, if you want to meet the person happy with you, hallelujah, faith, amen. Minister, do you get me? Yeah. Why do you want to be somebody who's not happy with you? And why do you want to be in a relationship where the boy is not happy with you? Very awkward. You just sit there as you are talking to him, he's looking at his watch. Oh, he's on Facebook. What did he say? What did he say? It can be. It can be. Yeah. You are talking to the person, the person is typing. Bad, bad, bad. But you want to be somebody else, you are talking to the person. Oh, wow. What did he say? Even if they don't hear what, even if, even if they are not listening, they pretend they are listening. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, when we read the text, it says it's a substance of things hoped for. Hallelujah. So, the first thing we want to learn from this prophetic teaching service is that a faith person is somebody who has hope. Yes, you hope for something. If you have faith, you must hope for something. Hallelujah. Hope. There's some of things hopeful. A person of faith is a person who has hope. Hallelujah. A person of faith, Francis, is somebody who has hope. Hallelujah. So you must have hope. Go back. Hope is the beginning of your faith. Hebrews 11.1, hope. And hope is good anticipation. Hallelujah. Hope. You cannot, if you want to be a person of faith, you must have hope. Hallelujah. Hope for. There must be something you hope for. Hallelujah. 
I said, hallelujah. I'm going to teach you. So it means that hopelessness is a lack of faith. Yeah. If you don't have hope, if you don't have a future expectation, it means you lack faith. So hopelessness is a lack of faith. And listen to me carefully. We are teaching. Depression. Depression has been described as lack of hope. Take my time. Depression. Yeah. It's been described because you see, loss of hope is described as you see, it's depression. You are depressed. When somebody loses hope, or people who are depressed, they have no hope. Yeah. They don't think of, a, you see, they, 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 they are not expecting any better outcome. I'm teaching, I'm preaching. Hopelessness. It's depression. Hallelujah. You see, and that's lots of hope. But you see, let's talk about even depression. Let me tell you something. Most good people struggle with depression. Yeah. 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 Listen to me. Most good people or most most good or most deep thinkers struggle with depression. Yes. That's what you don't know. Deep, you see, the sin that is beset us. The Bible said, I'll take my time and teach you here. The sin that is, the Bible said that, let, uh, laying aside, and the sin that is beset us. Everybody and the sin that is beset you. Okay? Everybody and the sin. So you have to know your personality and the sin. One of the sins that is beset, deep thinkers or melancholics is depression. It's one of their side effects. Because melancholics are deep thinkers. They think deep. And as much as it's good to think deep, the side effect is depression. That's why melancholics get you. See, they are deep thinkers. That is why you see, you see, if you see a celebrity, see, most of those guys, they are deep thinkers. They create, they think deep. It's because you are sanguine and shallow. That's why you that's you're always happy. But deep thinkers can get. <laughs> I'm teaching. Let me go back to my pulpit. Because I really need to teach you. Yeah, look. That is why it is something that really affects celebrities. People who are creative. Deep thinkers. It's a side effect of being a deep thinker. Depression. Yeah. yeah. See, every, you see every, every temperament and its side effects. A sanguine is not likely to be a deep thinker. No. Sanguines are not likely deep thinkers. Hey, 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 hey. Happy all the time, which is good. But there's, of course, the sin that also easily beset sanguines is that they are not faithful. Sanguines are not faithful at all. No, 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 no. You are married to a sanguine. He can reach it on you. Everything is happy for them. I'm preaching. Yeah. But melancholics, you see, I'm talking about you see, melancholics, you see, melancholics are very loyal. 
They stick to things because they think deep. But the side effect of that is they can also make you depressed. Oh, yeah. You think too much. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Because you see, melancholic. You see, what is what is a melancholy? He, he thinks deep. They, they are tight in their relationship. You see, because of their tightness in their relationship, they easily get disappointed. But if you get a sanguine, phlegmatic, in a relationship, he can laugh with you today, he's laughing with another, he's just, they don't care. No, you don't really care. You know. <laughs> I'm preaching. teaching. It's prophetic and teaching. Phlegmatic. They don't really care. But a, a melancholic, they are deep. Yeah, you see, they take relationship and take zero. So, you see, and anything that you take deep, you can be disappointed. That's why you shouldn't. I won't even say it, but it's okay. <laughs> anything. You'll be disappointed. You will be disappointed. Yeah. The only thing you're supposed to put your heart in fully is the service of God. Anything, you'll be disappointed. Yeah. But, see, but unfortunately, melancholy they are treat, put their, taste, their heart into things deeply. Like, what is that at all? Hallelujah. See, so I'm preaching. So, see, so it's, it's, you know, and why am I saying so? Because, you see, when you analyze, if you are somebody who analyzes a lot, when you analyze deeply, you find that most things are useless. Yeah. That is what makes Solomon said, vanity of vanity. Because Solomon, said, Solomon is a deep thinker. You see, when you're a deep thinker, you think, as, okay, so, okay, this marriage, where is it going to? You think and think and think and think and think. I did this. What happened? I did this. What happened? I did this. What happened? Hey, nothing matters anymore. You are depressed. These children, what are they going to? You think and think and think and think and think. This job, where is it going to? You think and think and think and think and think. This comment that he said, what does he mean? You think and think and think. You, you, you analyze the comment, you digest it, you turn it around. Think and think and think and think. Are you hearing me? Because you are a deep thinker. Yeah. And a lot of things, you see, that's what, what, that's what Solomon said. Vanity of vanity, all is vanity. I mean, this work that I wake up at 8 o'clock, and I, 5 o'clock, and I drive here, and I come, and I go, and I come, and I come, and I have the man cry, me cry, what is my life? What is my life? What is my life? You see, but a sanguine will not think that way. He gets a paycheck, choke, I'm going to McDonald's, I'm happy. He doesn't think. <laughs> I get paycheck. It's all about a paycheck. Yeah. But a melancholic goes to work. A comment is passed. Hey, why did they say this comment? They're trying to fire me. A sanguine does not care. First of all, you will not remember the comment. Another job somewhere. Where did Mano see before? See self manager. That's No problem. Yeah. That's what it is. So a deep thinker. Yes, sir. And, and, and see, 
And um, that is, you see, that is why um, <clears throat> it's something that affects, you see, at every social structure, people can be depressed. Yes. You don't know. Yeah, all levels. Because it has to do with the personality type. Amen. I said amen. Yeah. Cry alone. Analyze. Hallelujah. But you see, and, 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 and that thing is what gives way to hopelessness. Then the person is not even willing to go on anymore. Oh yeah. Because hope deferred makes the heart sick. In fact, there is a classic experiment for those of you who are science students. Go and read that. It's a classic experiment which was done with hope, the hope experiment. They had two, I'll tell you, they had two, two mice. Mouse, plural of mouse is mice. No mouses. <laughs> they had two mice. The experiment was they put one mice in a, in a, in a box. Dark. No light. No water. It, it was a bucket of water. But the, the, the mice can, can get out of the bucket of water in the box with no light. And they left the, the mice there. Within 30 minutes, it was dead. Then they took a similar mouse, the mouse's brother, same mother, same father. Same mother, same father. And they put the same, the, the brother in the box. Same setting, a bucket with water. It's a physiology experiment. And then you ma they made a hole. A, a hole in the, in the dark bucket. So that a ray of light comes through. So that ray of light, because of the ray of light, which he could see, which is hope, it survived longer. It kept on struggling. It took several hours before it died. Because hope will always keep you going. But when there's no hope, you just give up. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Hope will always keep you going. That is why you need hope. Amen. You, you see, you have to believe that things will get better. Oh man, I don't have to say it again. I said you have to believe that all things will get better. One of my favorite scriptures I have come to love of late is Proverbs 4.18. Proverbs 4.18. I have come to love it. But the path of the just is a shining light that shineth more and more until the perfect day. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more until the perfect day. Message version. Message version. Place if you have it. Yeah. The ways of right living people glow with light. The longer they live, the brighter they shine. I said, the longer they live, I said, the longer they live. No, you see, I told you last year, I said, Bible is either instruction or prophecy. Hallelujah. Bible is either instruction or prophecy. And this is, just as you believe in John 3.16, for God so loved the world, believe that 
as a righteous person, the longer you live, the brighter you shine. The longer you live, I said, the longer you live, so you have to believe that 2019 will be better than 2018. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. You have to believe that 2020 will be better than 2018. It means the more you live, things will get better. This is hope so that you don't give up. And just as you believe in John 3.16, believe in Proverbs 4.18. It's the same Bible. Have hope that things get better the longer I live. It means 2019, I'll be more prosperous. I'll be more healthy. I'll be more educated. As a pastor, I'll be more anointed. I'll have more prophetic ministry. I mean, believe in that things will get better. Believe the Bible. Don't believe doom. This is the Bible. The longer I live, I said the longer I live, it means your marriage will be better in 2019. If 2018, your husband bought you a Toyota, 2019, you buy you a Benz. <laughs> if he bought you a window, you shall buy you a Lexus. If 2018, you are single, 2019, you'll be married. Receive that prophecy. If 2018 you are renting, 2019 you buy your own house. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The longer I live, listen, it will keep you going and not make you become depressed and give up on life. You are too young to give up on life. I'm preaching to you. I said you are too young to give up on life. Yeah. It means if you were employed in 2018, 2019, you own your own business. You better believe in the prophecy. The longer I live, I said, the longer I live, I said, the longer I live. It means if in 2018 all your vacation were in the United States, 2019, you, you vacation abroad. You vacation abroad. I say you vacation abroad. All your vacations will not be in New York City. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, you know what And that is faith. Believing that things will get better. Hope. Hallelujah. And, and, and that is why when they did that experiment, the other mouse kept going. Because you can see a light. There's hope. Hallelujah. Be hopeful. Be cheerful. You see, have a joyful disposition. I say have a joyful disposition. Because this year, it will, take, it will kill you early. That's why at your age you are developing a hunchback. You are too old. I'm taking my time. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And that's very important. 
Let me tell you something. There's a difference between anxiety and depression. Totally different things. Anxiety are treated with anxiolytics. And depression is treated with antidepressants. Two different things. See, a layman's term for anxiety is a warrior. And anxiety is a warrior. You worry a lot. That's a warrior. Anxiety is a warrior. And some people are just warriors. That's no that's depression. You just worry. Everything you worry. My child, when is he coming home? My husband, when is he coming home? Uh, when is the bus coming? Everything. You are worried, 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 worried. The weather, you look at the weather, you are worried about the weather. When will the sun come? <laughs> you see the weather forecast, you are worried. When, when is the next sunshine? You are just a warrior. Are you hearing me? Yeah, a warrior. You know? But that's different from depression. Depression is loss of hope. The person doesn't have hope. I'm not talking about a warrior. Depressed people have given up. Anxious people have not given up. They just worry. And you can actually see it in your sleep pattern. So go to see a psychiatrist. Sometimes if they want to tell the difference, they, they, ask you, they ask you about your sleep pattern. You see, somebody who has an anxiety has difficulty falling asleep. Because he lies in bed and thinks about everything. So they think, they think, they think. So they have a difficulty falling asleep. But once they sleep, they sleep. Do you get it? So they struggle to sleep. But once they sleep, they sleep. A, a, a depressed person is not like that. He has no difficulty falling asleep. They fall asleep, but immediately they wake up. And they can't sleep again. They can't sleep again. They sleep early, but they wake up, they can't sleep again. And an anxious person worried to fall asleep. But once he sleeps, that's it. But a depressed person cannot sleep. Even if you fall asleep, they wake up. Hallelujah. I'm teaching, yeah. The word is a mirror. Hallelujah. Yeah. Anxious people. Anxious people, yeah. I mean, I mean, they, 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 parents are anxious. They can't focus. You see, once somebody has anxiety, they can't focus. All over the place. That's not depressed. Parents can be anxious. Parents are anxious, but that means they are depressed. Hallelujah. But in depression, which is loss of hope, that's a different story. Amen. Yeah. And you know, talking about operating in faith, have hope. And the thing about, like I said, depression affects all, depression can affect anybody. Anybody, when I say anybody, all level of society. Look, highly, highly high income, sophisticated people are depressed. Why do you think they commit suicide? Yeah, because they have acquired millions. Yes, so when they think of, you see, when they think deep, so, okay, this one million dollar crowd, so what does it mean? Uh, so I have one million dollars, so what does it mean? Okay, so this design crowd, design, what does it mean? So these people, when I'm, when I'm working, they're always praising, what does it mean? Uh, are they saying my president, what does it mean? What's the point? Oh, I'm tired. They think deep. Because everything, when you think deep, you come to conclusions, it's useless. That's what affects every level. 
usually deep thinkers. Yeah. Okay, so I finished school. So what does it mean? And what? So everything they analyze deep. And it affects every level of society. Pastors get depressed. Oh, you think about pastors get depressed? Pastors get depressed. If you go and Google it. Because when you're a pastor, you think the you preach, oh, I preach. I've I've had fasting. I prayed with them. I preached to them. Uh, I've taken them to camp. I have baptized them. I've anointed them. Still, they haven't changed. What is the point? Yeah. So so so, so it affects every level of society. That is why, in fact, Bishop was telling us, Regina's new book, The Valley. Elijah suffered from depression. Elijah suffered from Elijah, the prophet suffered from depression. He said when he met Elijah in heaven, Elijah said he did not finish his ministry because of depression and Jezebel. Those are the two things that killed Elijah's ministry. And if you look carefully, Elijah was a depressed person. Oh, you have to analyze the symptoms of depression. He was alone. He was in the wilderness. At that point, he said, God, I am the only one left. Kill me. When somebody says, kill me, isn't this suicidal? <laughs> I said, when somebody says, kill me, isn't this suicidal? Yeah. He was depressed. Heavily anointed, but he was depressed. So anybody can be depressed. That's why you have to fight it. I said, you have to fight it. I said, you have to have to fight it. Fight it with the word of God. Fight it with the word of God. Hallelujah. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. You refuse to be depressed and confess the word of God. Hallelujah. And it's a spirit. That is why, that is why when you come to church, Suddenly, that thing goes away. Because it's a different atmosphere. But when you go, then it comes back again. That tells you the spirit. Hallelujah. And I tell you, the best antidepressant is praises. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. See, I can say some things that can go de- detailed. You see, let me tell you something. You have to mature. You have to mature in your thinking. Okay? Let's mature. This, is, this, is mature. this area is mature, people. Be mature in your thinking. Let me tell you something. When we say depression is an evil spirit, okay, it does not mean that other things are not caused by evil spirits. And therefore, when you say somebody is depressed, you know, people, have, people think that mental illness is evil. It's an evil spirit. But physical illness is not. No. They are all the same. They are all the same. Depression is caused by an evil spirit as much as hypertension is caused by an evil spirit. So don't, don't put people who have mental illness down that they are not spiritual. No. If a man of God can get hypertension, a man of God can also get depression. They are all caused by the devil. As deep. Yeah. So what am I trying to say? So what I'm trying to say is that what am I trying to say is that if there is nothing wrong for you to take blood pressure medication, 
to control your hypertension and you believe that's okay, then if you don't have, cannot believe God to heal you of your depression, then there's nothing wrong with taking antidepressant. This is deep. That's what I'm talking in this group. This is deep. Because bottom line, they are all work of Satan. One is no more demonic than the other. Hallelujah. Because really, 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 I'm also talking as a physician. It has been proven chemically that depression comes from serotonin deficiency. That's why the antidepressants are SSR. Because you, there's, a, there's, a, there's a hormone in your body called serotonin. When they take it out of you, you get depressed. It has been proven clinically. Even this Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving Friday, this Thanksgiving Friday, my son Michael came home on Thursday, on Wednesday. Friday, I'm going back to school. I said, ah, Thanksgiving holiday, won't let us rest. I have to drive you back to school on Friday morning after Thanksgiving. Why? Because he was doing an experiment. Was, they are doing an experiment in their school. They are taking serotonin out of their mice. And they will see how they will behave when they give birth. So he had to go and see the mice. Who, has been take, who the serotonin has been taken out. To see whether it, whether it will take care of its young. So he had to go back in a particular time range. After the serotonin has been taken out of the mice. And I said, so the whole class, you are the one that they pick, so your father can't. The whole class, you are the one that they pick, so your parents can drive you back on a Thanksgiving holiday. Can you believe it, Junior? To go and see the mice who has no serotonin, who has given birth. I'm telling you. So I drove him back. So when I got we were there for 15 minutes. What was, what, what was, so the, the theory was proven right. Because of the lack of serotonin, the mice was depressed. And because of the depression, it could not take care of its young. So the young are dead. So he has his theory proven. <laughs> that the lack of serotonin made the mice depressed. And when a parent is depressed, they neglect their young. I'm talking about the dangers of depression. We fight every spirit of depression. Amen. You see, something that can make you neglect your young is a very strong force. Because nature makes you tend towards your young. But God has not given us the spirit of fear. Fight depression in the name of Jesus. And, and you fight depression by having faith. Because faith begins with hope. The longer I live. I said the longer I live. I said the longer I live. So don't let anything depress you at all. Be depressed free. I said be depressed free. Refuse to be depressed. I, I will not be depressed. Somebody here from say, say, to, say to yourself, I will not be depressed. Say, I will not be depressed. I will not be depressed. Because it's, it's not anything. Something that makes you neglect your young. Don't play with it. Yeah. It takes away. See, that's why, that's why, that's why they have all the symptoms. You know, they are slow psychomotor, psychomotor retardation. 
psychomotor retardation. When they really get depressed, they don't even work fast. No ambition. They are not interested in school. They are not, they are not even interested in sex. Sometimes the reason why your husband is not having sex is because he's depressed. I'm telling you. Kai, satire. Ah, yeah. No way. Yeah, re- see, his, lo- his lack of interest because naturally men are more interested in sex. So when a man, it's not because he's a middle age or he has a pot belly, he's probably depressed. <laughs> I'm yeah. I mean, especially when the person is young and is not interested in sex, rule out depression. So instead of nagging him, encourage him and get him out of the depression. By the word of God. Amen. I said amen. Hope. Have hope. Believe, Mary, believe that every year you'll do better. Just have that faith that every year I marry, I will do better. Believe it. That will keep you. And you will see it. As you believe, you will see I say, as you believe, you will see. See, I'm not telling you, Pharisees, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I don't, I'm not here to tickle your fantasies or to make you feel happy. I'm telling you the word of God that if you believe, you will see. Hallelujah. Yeah, have faith. Yeah. Like we keep on saying, me, I believe, I, I, I believe that I'll cross 70 with ease. I believe it. I have faith that I will cross 70 with ease. So if you think you, if you think you're going to die early and you want somebody to over, you want somebody to oversee your world when you die, come and see me because I'll be around. <laughs> I am crossing 70 with ease. I believe that I'll cross 70 wearing jeans and sneakers and still playing golf. I'm not about to die now at all. Ease. Not that I'm, cr- I'm crossing something and I have tubes in my nose. No way. no way. I am crossing something on my 70th birthday. You see me if you're around. I'll come in my jeans and my t-shirt. And from, the, from, from church, I'll go to the golf course and play golf. <laughs> I believe it. I say I believe it. I say I believe it. My wife will be 68. We'll, be, we'll still be having sex. <laughs> to return now at all. I believe it. I said I believe it. The longer I live. I said the longer I live. Have it. Have it. I have to believe things. It's a prophecy. You have to believe it. Oh, don't. Don't retire so early. Oh. And I prophesy you also cross 70 with ease. I say you cross seventy with ease. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, the longer I live, the brighter I shine. Amen. Hallelujah. This is my faith series. It's long, but I'll teach you. Hallelujah. Have faith. Believe things. Yeah. You are too young to think that you die from hypertension. Why do you think that way? You are too young. 
Hallelujah. Yeah. Go back to our verse 11, Hebrews 11, 1. You know, this, I told a friend. So, you know, when, when you write a will, you have to. When you write a will, have to get somebody to. Um, no, no, no. Execute. Executor. I have to put somebody, somebody on as an executor. So I thought. So I thought. Put me on. Put me on. <laughs> because I'll be around for a long time. <laughs> Amen. I told my friend, look, put me on. Put me on as an executor because. I'm not going now. <laughs> I'm not going now at all. So you can put my name down. <laughs> when are you going to sleep you around? <laughs> Come on, my friend, put my name down. I'm not going now. Hallelujah. You have to have faith. Amen. Yeah. All right. A faith person, how to operate faith. The first one is you must have hope. Okay? Number two, by this today, is it says that <coughs> the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. So it it means that a faith person is somebody who's conscious of the unseen. Evidence means you have something. Evidence of things not seen is not you. Even though you cannot see the thing, you are conscious of it. Evidence of things not seen. Conscious. And let me tell you something. As a faith person, you must be conscious of the unseen. Hallelujah. Oh, Kaliyama Sandalia. Be conscious of the unseen. As a faith person, be conscious that they are evil spirits and they are good spirits. Be conscious of the unseen. A faith person must be sensitive to atmospheres. I'm preaching. A faith person must be conscious of or sensitive to atmospheres because they are unseen forces. So if you're a person of faith, it's not everywhere you eat or everywhere you sleep. You are conscious of atmospheres. Hallelujah. Because you are conscious. A faith person is somebody who oppresses that people are not people. They are unseen spirits. Why is it that every time this person talks to you, after he finished talking, you feel so sad and so hurt? Don't you know that there's an evil spirit around? Why do you keep talking? Conscious of the unseen. Why do you, is it, is it, why do you think that, I mean, I mean, Christian brother, why do you, this particular system, when it comes around, by the time you finish, your something has arisen. You ask yourself, ah! Because some women carry a spirit of lust. I'm talking to you. So you must be conscious that this is a strange person. Some men are strange men. If you joke, you will, you, you will be surprised what will happen to you. So you must be conscious that, yes, even though this person is a Christian sister, quote unquote, there is a certain spirit around her that every time you interact with her, something happens to you. Don't look at me, you are, because you are not a faith person. But if you are a faith person, you know what I'm talking about. Preaching. I 
why there are, you see, there are some people, if, if you can even notice that even when you interact with them for a while, after certain time, somehow your finances begin to go down. I mean, do notice. You must be conscious of the unseen. Because people are not people. Yeah. People are not people. A third person. You must be sensitive of environment. Hallelujah. That is why if you're a third person, you don't just move. Look, there are some places when you move, you will be broke. Just by relocation. Because there are evil spirits there. That is why you should not, I mean, that's why you should not go and live in any place without calling for a man of God to come and pray and anoint. Even those of you, those of you, my members, who even work, you do living, you live in other people's homes. Not every home is safe. Before you go there, get some anointing oil from the prophet and anoint the place before you go and stay there. Bring your bottle, I'll provide it and anoint it for you. Because they are unseen spirit. That's the person is lying down, almost dying. Do you know the spirits that are there? That you are just changing her diaper and telling her, do you know the spirit that are there? So you need an anointing. You need some oil. You need some presence to cast out certain spirits. Before, by the time that job is over, when you leave, you have acquired something. A faith person is conscious of the unseen. Yeah. Yeah. Don't stay anywhere. Don't go to a hotel. The only thing that is attractive, oh, it's a four-star hotel. Wow, they have a jacuzzi. They have a jacuzzi. They have a, a thousand-count Egyptian cotton sheet. Then you lie on it. Mm-hmm. Do you know the person who just left? I said, do you know the person who just left? The type of atmosphere that was there. Let me tell you, when I go to a hotel, the first thing I do, I pray. And I put on my message. I create an atmosphere. And I decree to every principality and every power that, hey, your time has expired. A new owner is here. Get out of here. Just get out. A new owner has come. Just get out. A new owner has come. Your stay has expired. Because I'm conscious of the unseen. That's faith. You have to be, look. Tell your neighbor, get eyes, get eyes. Yes. Get eyes. You need to get eyes. Yeah. Evil operates. Evil operates. Evil operates. Get eyes. People do things in the dark. You get a new job. As you go to the office, pray and sanctify your seat because you don't know what the next person sitting is chanting about. Get eyes. Get eyes. A faith person is conscious of the unseen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I'm talking about faith. That's how you pray to your faith. Don't walk boom, 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 everything boom, 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 boom. Seeing is believing. Okay, you will die, then you will believe. <laughs> and you are dead, then you can believe. Yeah. Conscious. 
atmospheres. Be sensitive of atmospheres. People. Look, it takes only one relocation and your life can go down. One association, you are down. Be conscious of it. See, see, in, in the same way, in the same way, you must, see, I'm talking about atmospheres. You must be conscious of the anointing. You must know the anointing and honor the anointing. The woman with the issue of blood, he knew the anointing. She knew the anointing. The rest they didn't know. A faith person must be that this man is carrying the cloak. This man is anointed. This is the time I want the pastor to pray for me. Can I think it was the one who said, he said, look, sometimes you will be going in the mall with his wife shopping. He said, prophet, can you pray? He said, at this point, I'm in the mall shopping with my wife. There's no anointing to pray for you. I'm as carnal as you are. Hallelujah. So you must also be sensitive of the anointing. Amen. You know that this thing that the pastor is talking about and asking me, it is a spirit that is leading him. So that's not the time to lie. Because when you lie, you've lied to the Holy Spirit. You are beginning to die. Be sensitive. Let us be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. That is faith. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Faith. Sensitive of the unseen. Conscious. Hallelujah. Yeah. Conscious of the unseen. We have to be conscious of the unseen. Hallelujah. You see, you're operating your faith. Your senses are in operation. Hallelujah. Even gifts. It's not every gift. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about spiritual things now. I mean, sometimes, 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 you see, you see, don't be rude. When, when, when you don't, the, person, the person will think that you are rude. So you collect it, but don't use it. Collect it and just, as soon as you collect it, next time it's off somewhere. Because the spirit behind that thing is dangerous. This your auntie who was not happy at your wedding, not happy at your engagement, always talking behind you. Now you have a baby and she's bringing a, a dress to the baby. Yeah, you want to put that dress on the baby. Please think small. She was never interested in your well-being. Now she brings a dress for your baby. And so she bought it from Macy's. Please, Macy's. You must know, you must be sensitive. That the giver of this thing is transmitting a certain thing. See, that is the problem that, uh, what is this guy? Um, this guy's uh, uh, Amnon. That's the problem. Amnon, that's, 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 Amnon did not descend. I mean, somebody who he does not smile, he never smiles to you. That's neither good nor bad. He's always black. And then he, he has a party and say, come. And you are coming. The person, you can see that the person, every time he sees you, he's looking at you up and down, checking you out. Now a person organizes a party and says, come, and you come. That's why he was killed, because he was not sensitive of the atmosphere. If he was sensitive, he would have known that this person, he doesn't wish my good. I don't need to expose myself to them. Don't expose yourself to people who don't wish you good. <laughs> sensitive of the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Yeah, you are conscious of the unseen. I'm, I'm, see, 
I'm not talking about being paranoid and skeptical. No, no, no. If you are spiritual, you know what I'm talking about. Mary, do you understand what I'm saying? You feel uneasy. You feel a certain unease that look. There's something about this. Some, some funny thing about this that I don't like. Just pray about it and, leave it and throw it away. Hallelujah. Must be conscious. And, you must be, that's, and I say you must be conscious of the anointing. Hallelujah. You should be able to say that this pastor is anointed. is operating on a certain spirit. And therefore, even my jokes around him, you have to be careful. Hallelujah. Let's be conscious. That's faith. You are conscious of the unseen. Hallelujah. And finally, I'm closing. I have more to say. Finally, you see, a faith person creates their world. Melissa, a faith person creates their world. Yes. Write it down. Write it down, girl. Because I want you to create your world. Hallelujah. A faith person create their world. Hallelujah. Yeah. You create your world. Hallelujah. Yes, you create your world. I say you create your world. Hebrews 11.3. Hebrews 11.3. A faith person. Through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do not appear. It says through faith, through faith, we understand that the world were framed, 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 you frame something, you frame a chair, were framed by the word of God. A faith person framed their world or create your faith. How to operate on your faith? You create the world you want. By your words. Oh, Kalima Sataya. Kilama Sotonoliababa. I said, Kasika Tonoliababa. Create your world by your words. By your words. Speak it. Speak it. Genesis 1 1. Gen- quickly. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the word. Gen- In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 2. And the earth was without form, zero, and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be. You have to start saying, let there be. Let there be. Let there be. Let me hear you say, let there be. I said, let me hear you say, let there be. Just create something for yourself. Let there be. And there was... Hey, let there be. Create something, Melissa. You should be able to say, let there be a good job. Amen. Create it. Amen. Let there be promotion. Amen. Let there be grace. Amen. Create something. Belly, one of the scriptures that I find very interesting is in Mark 11, 23. Preaching. Mark 11, 23. Mark 11. For very, this, once again, this is Jesus Christ. 
He says, Melissa, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that the things which he has said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever what? Whatsoever what? Please understand this scripture very carefully, Maria Alice. You don't have what you need. You have what you say. That's it, Alfred. You have what you need. You have what you say. So you may need a whole lot. If you don't say nothing, you get nothing. So those of us who think we have what you, you don't have what you need. You have what you say. Hallelujah. So create your world. Frame your world. What it, so what it means is that, what do you mean that? See, it, it means that don't allow people to say negative, negative things around you. Anytime they pass a negative word, cast it out. Because they're trying to create a world for you. Don't allow it. Just reject it. Say, God forbid. Don't allow anybody to say anything negative around you. Because they're creating a world for you. I'm talking about faith. God forbid. You hear a negative comment, say, God forbid. You hear that, oh, you will die. God forbid. You hear that you're going to be divorced. God forbid. Oh, you know, you know, you know, this country you gotta be careful, you know, and the, 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 the economy is too bad. You know, there are a lot of difficulties, you know. A lot of people have come here and you know, they came here from Ghana, they were happily married, but after a while, you know, the, the, the problem in America, they all got divorced. You shout, God forbid. Don't allow. Create your world, Yvonne. Create your world. Don't allow negative comments around you. When you hear shout, God forbid. Man, it's me. I refuse it. Which also means that stop passing silly jokes. Because some of us, we like cracking a lot of silly jokes. Oh, it's a joke. No, no, you are ensnared by the words of your mouth. I'm teaching. Oh, how's it going, Charlie? With a hustle. We don't with a hustle. <laughs> you are hustling, I'm not hustling. I said, You are hustling, I'm not hustling. Charlie, how, how are things going, Charlie? By yourself, you know, be Yankee old man, the hustle. You, you hustle. You the hustle. I'm hustling. You must always say, you don't say, actually, man, it's me. I'm not hustling. You, you think that it's a joke. Stop cracking silly jokes. You laugh spitefully at people. Don't, you say, don't allow anybody to create your world for you. As for your world, you frame your world. You'll be able to say, let there be. Anybody say anything negative, just cast it out. Hallelujah. Let there be. Let there be light. And there was light. Because you see, it comes, you see, because you are going to get what you say, not what you need. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. That is why I said Proverbs 4.18, the longer I live, the longer I live, I say the longer I live, stand up to your feet and make some confessions. Hallelujah. 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 Say I am healthy. Say I am healthy. I am prosperous. 
I am safe. Say, I am safe. I have peace. I am healthy. I am not diagnosed with a terminal disease. No spirit of cancer can be in my body. Say, no, no, no spirit of cancer can be in my body. Say, Jesus did not die from cancer. I will not die from cancer. Make that confession. Jesus did not die from cancer. I will not die from cancer. Jesus did not die from HIV. I will not die from HIV. Jesus did not die from diabetes. I will not die from diabetes. The longer I live, brother, shine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. Young ones over there, say I will not be a child of concern to my parents. I will not be a child of concern to my parents. I said the young ones, say I will not be, you see, you see, you can be a child of concern. Your parents are always worried about you because you're not doing well. Say I will not be a child of concern to my parents. You know what I said? You will not be a child of concern to your parents. It's a confession. It's a confession. I will not be a child of concern. I will not be the reason. I'm, and I'm, and I'm prophesying to the children. No child here will be a cause of headache for their parents. I say you will not be a cause of headache for your parents. You will not be a child of concern. The longer I live. I said the longer I live. I said the longer I live. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You are the reason why God sent his son. For God so loved the world. He actually sent his only begotten son. That whosoever believe will not perish but have everlasting life. So before I sit down after this service, I want to make an altar call because your life is in the balance. I just want to make sure you are born again. So if you are not born again, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. There is room at the cross for you. Quickly, quickly. You can see that you are all old members anyway. Father, we thank you for this service. Thank you for salvation. We confess that we keep on having new people in this church. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your heart together for the Lord. So, we hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.